Hello, and today it's time for the Bad Clan Fantasy Podcast with Rob, the Triage Wide Receiver Center. Blake, last week there wasn't enough whiskey, and Tyler, he was too lazy to do the intro, and he's three and six. Now take it away, Tyler. I loved it. It was perfect. <laughs> that, was, that was the best description of me that anybody has ever given. <laughs> At first, when it started, I thought I was going, hey, and welcome to Purgatory Park. <laughs> that was my, I drew inspiration from that one. There you go. All right. See if any of our listeners get a hold of that one. There you go. So, since I was gone last week, uh, I'll give you guys standings from the last two weeks. So, okay. in week nine, uh, Blake, you went two and three, and Rob and I went three and two. Ouch. And in week ten... Uh, or no, I'm sorry, that was week eight. In week nine, Blake, you and Rob went three and two. I went five and oh, suck it. That that doesn't count, sure does, because I have the spreadsheet. Hmm, you don't, you weren't on the podcast. I don't think you picked games. To be fair, I did put in my submissions that night, I just wasn't on the podcast. So, suck hmm. it. Hmm. That's pretty suspect, Tyler. Yeah, pretty suspect. Well, too bad. I have the spreadsheet. Blake, do you want another loss? Because you can have one. No, I'm going to take five <laughs> off of whatever your record is. All right. Blake was three and three last week. That updates this year to 32 and 14. And that's an extra loss for Blake. Congrats, Blake. You're now 65 and 42. Way to go, Blake. Tyler, this, is what happens. You. this is what happens when you cross the person that controls the spreadsheet. Uh, listeners, let's uh, vote and gather together. Cancel Tyler. It's a new thing. For this week. <laughs> Don't cancel me. Uh, speaking of canceled, Blake canceled having Michael Thomas. See that segue? That's how the professionals do it. Wah, wah. Terrible. Uh, so, Blake, you traded Michael Thomas, Latavius Murray, and Mark Andrews to me for Darren Waller, Chris Godwin, and Tyler Boyd. Uh, Blake, do you Rob. want to start this or do you want me to? Let's do the thought process here. What did you say? No, because usually, Tyler, we, we talk to – somebody introduces the trade who wasn't part of it. So, I was yeah. like, Rob, take us through it. Well, I'll take you through what I'm thinking. No, so – And then you guys can tell me what you – your reason for each. I think the, the reason for the trade, one, from Blake's standpoint – uh, he's nervous about Mark Andrews, and Waller seems to be a more solid option. He didn't feel a huge drop-off from Thomas to Godwin, even though he didn't want to give up Thomas, and Latavius Murray was not much use to him anymore because um, he's not going to be starting since uh, Kamara's going to be back, and at least Tyler Boyd's a body. Um, from Tyler's standpoint, he did it because, hell, you're 3-6. and six, It's time to shake things up. Uh, yeah so i'll i'll jump in on mine so the big thing that i went into is i said what player has the best pre uh, like before the postseason matchups because like you said i'm three and six i need wins now and so i went and looked at michael thomas's schedule before the postseason started and it's Atlanta twice, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. So three games against bottom passing defenses. And so I and I was like, well, I wonder who has Michael Thomas. I hope it's somebody who has a winning record who doesn't need wins before the playoffs. And sure enough, it was Blake. And so it worked out that way. And obviously, Michael Thomas has a little bit rougher matchups in the playoffs. So Blake gets Godwin to upgrade for – Something that he's already guaranteed. There you go. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it was pretty much a, a great trade all the way around. Yes, I took a downgrade at Michael Thomas, which I was really apprehensive about. But I didn't like God or uh, Thomas's playoff schedule, like you said. And like you said, Rob, Mark Andrews does scare me. And so I'd much rather take Darren the Walrus and roll with Godwin. There you go. And that's the only trade I think that we had for the week. Um, it'd be interesting to see how many. I, I know there's no way to track unless people like 
uh, chimed in on Twitter or something and said, I tried to trade three times this week. Um, it'd be interesting to see how many trades were offered that never went to fruition. I, I'd be interested in that of a given week. Yeah, Even without that, though, just the roster moves this week in free agency has been intense. Yeah, there's, there was a lot. That's for sure. So, Yeah, well, I think – how many teams do we have on by this week? Four or six? Six. Four. Is it six this week? There's six teams on by this week. Trust yeah, me. That's why, yeah, that's why there was so much roster movement. Yeah. Well, we'll jump into NFL matchups. Uh, the first right. matchup on Thursday is the Chargers at the Raiders. Um, Raiders, one-point home underdog. So Vegas thinks this is a pick with a 48-and-a-half point over-under. Rob, what do you see here? I mean, I'm – even though we've, we've joked around before about Thursdays sometimes not being high-scoring and then sometimes they are, I think Vegas has got this one – right at about the right spot i i would think that it's going to be somewhere in that 24 21 you know 27 24 something like you know somewhere in that ballpark um i do believe that the uh, passing for the chargers gets better here because raiders are like terrible and i believe that you know not just because i own him but i believe this is a good spot for keenan allen to come back they finally showed milk that they're going to be like they were a couple of years ago, running more with Melvin Gordon, uh, that uh, they, they got their tight end healthy. Um, a lot of air yards to Allen, but not a lot of catches and actual yards. But I think he finally breaks through this week. Blake, any thoughts? Well, on the Raiders side of the ball, you've got, you know, your Josh Jacobs uh, has gotten a lot more work this uh, recently. Uh, Tyra Williams is back in that offense. He's healthy. Um, there's really not much surprising coming out of the Oakland side. Uh, Hunter Renfro is an interesting option, especially with our bye weeks that we got going on with six teams. Uh, he's a great athlete, good receiver. If you are in need of somebody, he's probably on your waiver wire. Yep, I agree with you guys, so we'll move on. Uh, the first right. matchup on Sunday is... Kansas City at the Titans. Titans uh, up to almost six-point uh, home underdogs. That line actually started at three-and-a-half, and I think that was because of the ambiguity – sorry, uh, the ambiguity around Mahomes' uh, knee. Right. 48-and-a-half point over-under there as well. What do you think, Blake? So Mahomes is supposed to play. He's all every full practice today. If you have him, you, you can't bench him. Um, Demi Williams has retaken that rushing game. And then I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about their receiving core. Uh, Tyreek Hill, he had what, like one catch last week or something like that. And no, you, okay game. What's that? He had an okay game. Did he? There was a, there was a week recently that only had, he only had a catch and a victory. He had a touchdown, I think, last week. Um, Okay, so yeah, I mean, you got to play Tyree Kill, but he could be up and down. And then I would personally, I wouldn't touch the Lizard King, Sammy. Uh, Blake, just for clarification, Tyreek had six for one forty and a touchdown last week. What was the game recently that he didn't ha- that he didn't do well? Uh, six for one forty and a touch, six for seventy six, three for seventy four and a touch, five for eighty and two touches. So yeah, literally man. never. <laughs> I must have, I don't know how I'm thinking. Maybe I think I'm a different receiver. I don't fucking know. Literally never. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, I I believe, uh, believe I agree with Blake on on the fact that the uh, I think you're going to play your Chiefs, and I I actually think I'm going to go a step further, and I'm going to say that this is going to be more reminiscent of the Chiefs of last year. I believe offensively. Um, the gang's all back together, and I think they're going to put up a good showing. The Titans, I actually think the Chiefs' defense is a sneaky pick here because, you know, the Titans have played a little better, but they really haven't played anybody decent. And the Chiefs may give up a lot of yards. They may give up a lot to Henry, but I think they'll get a pick or two, and they're always good to return something. So I like the Chiefs yeah. a lot. Yeah, I agree. Chiefs' bottom five rushing defense, I believe, on the year against fantasy running backs. Um, the only thing I worry about is the Chiefs' running backs. Uh, you just don't know who it's going to be there. That's the only problem. Yeah. Um, 
The next game is the Bills at the Browns. Browns two and a half point home favorites with a 41 point over under. Um, so implied point total is Browns basically 22 to 19 over the Bills. Um, I'm actually surprised. I Well, I think the over under is about right, if not a little bit high, but I I just don't see much offense coming out of this game. What about you guys? I mean, the only offense that I see, the Bills are really good against the pass. Excuse me. And uh, that doesn't bode well for the Browns because they can't seem to pass consistently. Um, The one thing Bills do give up is uh, rushing, and that's about the only thing the Browns have done consistently. So I think it's a good running game for them. Um, I think the Bills should be able to do just about what they want, and I don't believe that the Browns are going to have a good answer for – um, a running quarterback in this situation. So I like the Bills a lot. Um, I actually could see the Bills defense get a, uh, a pick six in this one. I don't have a lot to add. Um, for me, sorry, Rob, you were cutting in and out. Did you mention Singletary at all? I did not. I like Singletary. They used him a lot last week. He didn't have a lot of volume per se, but he was very efficient. And Frank Gore seems to be starting to take a step back in that offense, which is nice to see for Singletary owners. Yeah, I think Singletary's been at or above 60% snap percentage for the last two weeks, so that's definitely good to see. Um, In our next matchup, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers four-and-a-half-point home favorites with our biggest over-under of the week at 52.5 points, so Vegas thinks there's going to be points scored. Uh, basically 28 or 29 for the Bucks to 24 for the Cardinals. Um, from my standpoint, if you have any pieces in this game, you're playing them. That's, that's the long and the short of it. David Johnson's the, really the only question mark, whether he plays and how effective he is. But even if you have Kenyon Drake, I think you're playing him this week. What do you guys think? Word is that David Johnson is 100%. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I don't know how much – how how many grains of salt you add, add to that. But on the Tampa Bay side, you do have the number one or number two receivers in, or for fantasy in, in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I've, with the quarterback of Jameis fucking Winston, that's insanity. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think you would play anybody in this game because there's not going to be a lot of defense. The only caveat I would have is that I'm not super excited about playing any of the running backs, regardless of who's playing for the Cardinals, because it's one thing that the Bucks are halfway decent at is stopping the run. So I wouldn't be too excited unless somebody gets a bulk of snaps and they do a lot of, you know, you get like when David Johnson is healthy and getting all the um, running back uh, touches, you know, he could have seven or eight catches and not rush for much and still get you a good game. That's about the only way I see the Cardinals running backs doing anything. All right. Uh, in our next game, we have the Jets or the Giants at the Jets. I don't know if you can call that an away game, but it is. Uh, Jets two and a half point home underdogs with a forty three and a half point over under. Uh, Blake, what do you see here? Well, Le'Veon Bell had his uh, second MRI of the season. Yeah, today or yesterday. So yeah, from what they say and what it looks like, there's no damage, and it looks like he's, they're just they rested him today. He didn't practice. He's they're saying he's going to play in full, but they brought a guy from the practice squad, which isn't encouraging to say the least. So I'll I'll cut in there. They it actually they're saying that that had nothing to do with Le'Veon Bell. That they were trying uh, somebody was trying to sign him, and that's why they signed him from the practice squad. All right, whatever, you know. I don't I don't totally believe that. But uh, otherwise on the Jets, Sam Darnold's looked like trash since the Cowboys game, and there's really not a lot of weapons on the Jets in general. I mean, Crowder gets a okay amount of targets, but that's about it. This game's gross all the way around. These, it's the Battle of New York and two teams going nowhere. Um Ingram's also hurt midfoot sprain. That's kind of reminiscent of uh, a certain quarterback that went on IR this week. So I'd be scared of of Ingram. Um, uh, uh, Ingram officially out, by the way. 
Yeah. And then Shepard is seeing another, that same concussion specialist that uh, um, Cooks from the Rams went to. Uh, there's a chance he could go on IR. Uh, the, the only offensive player, uh, Blake mentioned for the Jets, Crowder isn't an awful play because of the volume um, on the Giants side. Obviously, you've got if you've got Barkley, you got to play him. But but I'm not you know super enthused because there's not many other offensive weapons. I also like Golden Tate here. All right, our next matchup is the Falcons at the Saints. Ooh, Saints twelve and a half point home favorites with a fifty one and a half point over under. Uh, Vegas thinks the Falcons are going to get boat raced. They, they could win by way by twenty or more easily. Because the yeah. Saints are actually going to be back at pretty close to full strength. You know, assuming Kamara gets cleared and he plays, and we know Breeze is going to play, um, geez, they're just going to get uh, – yeah, they're going to get bow raced. You're right. I don't see – I mean, obviously, if you've got Falcons players, you kind of have to play them, and you're just hoping you get in a shootout and that, uh, you know, Matty Ice doesn't start seeing visions of 26 again and throwing picks all over the place, you'd like to hope that Julio gets involved in a little of that shootout action. But otherwise, I don't like any of their players. Maybe yeah, and I, kind of, I kind of mentioned it uh, when we were talking about the trade. Is Part of the reason I traded for Michael Thomas is because he plays the Falcons twice before the playoffs. And I, that Falcons defense is so, so bad. Yeah. So awful. So, yeah, I, I think you're playing – all your weapons from either team. Uh, Freeman might be the only one that you consider benching, but if you have another option, but because yeah. they're going to pass, yeah. and we know they're, we know they're good at passing. It's just you're going to be behind by 20 points all game. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. And they're like one seven for a reason, so. I don't really have much to add. I mean, you guys pretty much said it all. All right. Our next matchup is the Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals 10-point home underdogs with a 46-point over-under. Uh, implied point total in this one is Ravens 28, Bengals 18. Uh, Blake, go for it. Well, let's see. Any Dalton's out, right? I believe so. Benched. Yes. Benched. Benched. So, who knows? I mean, we're coming off a bye with an unknown at quarterback. I, you really, there's really not much analysis you can do for the Bengals receivers. AJ Green might make his season debut. That's the current word out is it's a maybe. Um, and then Joe Mixon has been, in a word, uninspiring this year. So I would not start your Bengals players. I think the only way the Bengals score 18 is that the Ravens are living high on the hog after beating the Patriots last week and, and believing their own press. Because all things being equal, the Ravens should just run the Bengals out of their own stadium. You said that 10 points, that the uh, Bengals are given 10 on the road. Well, that's usually get three at home, so that's almost a two-touchdown real advantage on a neutral field for the Ravens. I think it's worse than that. I don't think the Bengals have anything – that they can do to stop Lamar Jackson, and they'll be able to do what they want. Um, this could be like one of the first two games of the season for Baltimore where they just completely killed Miami and I forget which other team. I think it's going to be like that. Who uh, who loses by more this week, the Falcons at the Saints or the Bengals at home against the Ravens? The Bengals. Um, I, would, I would say the Bengals at home because – at the very least, the Falcons can pretend to keep up offensively. There's no way the Bengals can pretend to keep up offensively. All right. Uh, in our last noon game, we have the Lions at the Bears. Bears, two-and-a-half-point home favorites with a 42-and-a-half-point over-under. Hmm. Uh, go for it, Rob. I mean, this one's difficult because – um, Stafford has been kind of on a roll recently. I mean, he's had like huge points three weeks in a row. So conventional wisdom is like, Hey, he's on a roll. You're going to have, you're going to pass it all over the place. I still think he'll do okay here, but I, and mostly it's because of the ineptitude of the bears, uh, offense. 
I still don't think they'll be able to pass much against the Lions, but I, if they commit to the run, which who knows what Nagy's going to do, if they commit to the run, I think Montgomery can make some hay against the Lions. Um, but, God, Trubisky's just a terrible quarterback. Yeah, uh, Lions bottom five run defense on the year as well. Uh, Blake, what do you think? Uh, well, so between the last two weeks for David Montgomery, he's gotten like some 40 to 50 carries, which is extremely high volume, especially considering what we had saw in the first part of the year. Uh, so David Montgomery is probably my main start in this game, and I would only look at starting out with Robinson on the Chicago side of the ball if you are – in need, in desperation. I don't, I don't mind Allen Robinson. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a solid flex guy, I think, with, just with the volume that he sees. And we've talked about it before. Allen Robinson is unequivocally a good to great wide receiver. He's just played with shit quarterbacks his entire career. Right. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Allen Robinson's a great wide receiver. It's just I don't trust Mitchell the Bitchell. Well, yeah, I mean, Philadelphia has a great run defense, not a great pass defense. And look how that Chicago passing game worked last week and how much Allen Robinson got. I think he got like a catch or two. So right. it was ugly. All right. In the 305 game, we have the Dolphins at the Colts. Colts 11 point home favorites with a 44 point over under. Uh, man, we got a lot of blowouts this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a couple of interesting pieces from the Dolphins. Uh, Devontae Parker is interesting. Him and Fitzpatrick are seeming to get it together. Kalen Balaj is the only show in town in that backfield. So both, I guess, are startable fantasy assets, but you sure as hell don't want to. Um, and Gasecki actually has a really good matchup this week against the Colts. But again, you're buying into that Miami offense. Um, exactly. On the cold side, T.Y. Hilton, doubtful, probably isn't going to play. And was it Paris Campbell that broke his hand? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So two receivers down on that end. Uh, what do you guys see in this game? Well, J- Jacoby Brissett's not even fully cleared to play yet. So this is not a good matchup for the Colts. The Colts are, are a team that needs to win. And – Brissett is out, MTY is out. Mac hasn't been able to get it going that great. He's been pretty solid, but not spectacular. This, you know, boom prediction, place field pick of the week. Could see Ryan Fitzmagic lead the Dolphins to their second win. I think if Ryan Fitzmagic is showing the magic, uh, we're going to see some Josh Rosen in the second half. Yeah, because they're going to try to lose that game, however they can. Yeah, I just, I just don't think that Colts defense is decent, and I don't think the Dolphins will be able to do much against them. And they're not good at stopping the run, so I think Mac actually has a good game here, and I think they'll play it close to the vest, and they've still got some weapons. I, I think that the uh, Colts will be okay. All right, in the first three thirty game, we have the Panthers at the Packers. Packers five and a half point home favorites with a 48 point over under uh, Blake, take it away. Well, Rogers and the Packers came off of last week. Not looking good. Pretty poor showing overall and not in sync with Rogers or the Packers in general, I guess uh, previous two to three weeks where they were clicking on all cylinders. Um, Decent chance for a rebound game against Carolina. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're starting Rodgers, starting Jones. I don't start any of the Packers receivers unless I have other if, – if I have other uh, options. There we go. Don't worry, guys. The vodka is setting in. <laughs> Rob, what do you see? I mean – the Packers should be obviously favored because they're home. I think they bounce back a little bit. The Panthers' defense is good and solid. I don't think the Packers have an answer um, for McCaffrey. So I think they'll be able to move the ball. And they have enough speed at the wide out that if the line can protect and keep the Smiths off of um, their quarterback, that I think they'll 
they'll be okay and they'll be able to move the ball. I actually think this is a decent scoring game. Um, I think being the Packers being at home, they should win this. But I think you'd play your, your normal starters. I wouldn't go deep with the Packers wide receivers, but I'd play your, you know, obviously you're going to play um, uh, crap. He sat out so long, I forget his name. Adams. Thank you. You play Adams, and you can play DJ Moore um, on the Panthers' side. Obviously, you play McCaffrey. Obviously, you're playing Adam Jones. So, I think it's solid. All right. Uh, in the other 330 game, we have the Rams at the Steelers. Steelers four-point home uh, underdogs with a 44-and-a-half point over-under. Um. This one's interesting to me. I think the over-under is about right. They're basically saying it's going to be a 24-20 game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Ramsey's going to be on Juju all game, which, fine. The Steelers aren't using Juju anyway. And, you know, the Steelers are going to do what they do on offense, which is barely move the ball but somehow score a couple of touchdowns. And, um, yeah, I, I just think Vegas has this one exactly right. The Rams – are missing a couple of weapons and haven't looked awesome this year. So, yeah, I, I think they nailed it. Yeah, I think you're right because, you know, they're not going to have Cook um, – or Cooks, excuse me. They're not going to have uh, – the, their running backs are getting back, but they're still a little banged up there. Uh, so are the Steelers. But the Steelers have been playing really, really opportunistic defense. And not only are they getting picks, but they're scoring off of those at times. They're getting a lot of sacks and fumbles. And we've seen what Goff has done this year. When he gets pressured, he throws it to the oh. other team. Um, yeah, I forget I, about it. You know, if the Steelers score two touchdowns offensively, they could win this game based on the defense and getting, you know, a, a return uh, of some variety and a bunch of sacks. I mean, but I think the points total is about right. Yeah, and T.J. Watt is really, really good. Yeah, and I I feel very, very, very terrible that the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure it was the draft that we picked up Taco when we should have picked up Watt. Yeah. And now we, we sold that Taco, and he's not even doing anything. I think he's in a dumpster somewhere. There you go. Blake, anything to add? Move along. Move along. Uh, in the Sunday night game, we have the Vikings at the aforementioned Cowboys. Cowboys three-point home favorite. So Vegas saying on a neutral field, this is a pick em. Yeah. Uh, 47 and a half point over under. Basically, Vegas is saying Cowboys 25, Vikings 22. Um, Rob, take us through this one. I mean, that sounds about right. Um, the Vikings have shown – okay, so – Normally what you think is, oh, Vikings, they've got great defense. Uh, Dallas isn't going to be able to move the ball. But the Vikings have shown kind of a, a little bit of chink in that armor lately. Um, I, I believe that you, this is a clash of two teams that play very similar ball. They both like to run the ball and play action off of that and play good, solid defense behind it. So it's who's going to do that better. Are the Vikings going to be able to run more on the Cowboys or are the Cowboys going to be ru- able to run more on the Vikings? And who's going to play action better? Both quarterbacks are really good at play action. Both quarterbacks can throw it deep. The Vikings will not have Adam Thielen in this game. Dallas should be able to, if they want, to double digs and say, hey, another guy beat us. Um, the Vikings don't have that luxury. So I think they have it about right that it's about the Cowboys by three. All right. I don't have anything to add to that. Uh, I don't have much to add. What the fuck has happened with my computer, though? Um, no, so I think the game changer for this is the fact that usually you would think that, uh, okay, so Thielen's out. This is going to get a lot of attention from Cousins. Well, that was the that was the thing last week, and he really didn't get much work at all. And that was against Kansas City. Yeah. And Dallas's pass defense is much better than Kansas City's, I would go on a limb to say. <laughs> I just you you're gonna play your starters in this game. You're gonna play your Zeke, your Dalvin Cook, your Mari Cooper, and you're gonna hope for the best. But as a Cowboys fan or any of those fantasy owners, I'm not excited about it. 
Yeah, Dallas top five against wide receivers this year. So um, this is definitely a Dalvin Cook game, so watch out. Uh, in our Monday night game, we have the Seahawks at the 49ers. 49ers six-point home favorites and 46.5 point over-under. Vegas basically thinks it's going to be 26-20, 49ers. Um, Blake, what do you think? I think this is going to be an exciting game. Just in general, uh, Russell Wilson has been falling out. Jimmy Garoppolo looking like a pretty okay, solid game manager. Um, I'm not sure what to do about San Francisco's backfield. Tevin Coleman showed a lot of flashes coming off his injury, but Matt Breida still taking a good amount of work. Um, Kittle, obviously he's your, he's your guy, but Curtis Samuel has looked – no, that's the, wrong, that's the wrong way. Emmanuel Sanders, there we go. Has there looked also very prolific in that offense. However, on the Seattle side of the ball, you got Chris Carson, who's also – done amazing this year. Tyler Lockett, who's nothing short of amazing. DK Metcalf getting a tons of red zone work. I don't, to me, an unknown is Josh Gordon. Is he playing this week? How's he going to fit in? What's going on with him? Yeah. I think there's, I think you're playing everybody that you normally play in this matchup. Um, If you, you know, if you're somebody who has Gordon, you're kind of waiting to see I, I don't believe that they're going to, you know, they're not going to take any snaps away from Lockett, and they're not going to take any snaps away from Metcalf. You're just going to have more or whoever the hell their number four was. Those terrible receivers are going to lose snaps to Gordon once he gets acclimated. So they'll probably All throw right. him in for a few plays. But beyond that, I wouldn't be too jazzed up for him. I wish I got Monday Night Football on my fucking cable plan because I would really like to watch this game. Yeah, it'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. I think Vegas has got the the score or the scoring just about right on this one. And you know, whoever you've got, you're playing them. You know, you're not afraid afraid to play Russell against the San Francisco defense, and you're you're not afraid to play anybody on San Francisco against Seattle. So, I think it looks good for for both teams. All right. Well, we'll jump into the matchups. Our right. first matchup of the week is CI Whitefish at the Not Racist Redskins. Uh, Whitefish coming in at eight and one. Redskins coming in at one and eight. So, do we want to call the game right now? <laughs> Ouch. That's harsh. Yeah. Well, uh, quarterback Whitefish has Lamar Jackson at Cincinnati versus Tannehill at Kansas City. Jackson. Jackson, I think Tannehill has a fine game, but Jackson's really good. Uh, at running back, Zeke Elliott versus Minnesota, Nick Chubb versus Buffalo against David Johnson at Tampa Bay and Melvin Gordon at Oakland. Zeke and Chubb. I am going to push this, mainly because with Kareem Hunt coming back this week, I'm not too sure what Chubb's – I mean – Chubb is still going to be the lead guy, but I wonder if they just want to give him like a week of a breather in a, you know, at home. I don't, I don't think that Hunt gets more than ten carries. It's from what I've heard, it's mostly going to come. He might lose a, a couple receptions that he's gotten, but it shouldn't be the 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 running a whole lot. Who's going to lose out is that Hilliard guy who is actually getting. Um, a series or two here and there. Uh, that cat's not going to get those anymore. He's going to be strictly kickoffs. All right. Uh, at wide receiver, we have Kenny Galladay at Chicago and an empty spot, so we'll go through that later, against Odell Beckham versus Buffalo and Jamison Crowder versus the Giants. So, yeah, I want to hear uh, what you guys think, who you'd play. Yeah, so Thielen, obviously, probably not going to play at Dallas. Uh, you got Amari Cooper at, or versus Minnesota and Juju versus the Rams and Keenan Allen at Oakland. So for me, Juju's out because I think he's going to get shadowed by Ramsey. So it's really Cooper or Keenan Allen. And, you know, man, I don't know. Blake, what are you thinking here? <laughs> I am thinking Keenan Allen. I think that's going to be – I mean, Oakland's not no slouch on defense, but they're a little bit more porous than Minnesota can be. And we've seen – with Amari Hurdy, he's been hurt for several weeks in a row. 
But when the, with the hurt or the hurt Amari, he doesn't cut as well. He doesn't run those routes like he's he can. But a after a few weeks of being healthy, Keenan Allen, I'm gonna I'm gonna start him. Yeah, my problem comes with Cooper has only put up three games this year under 20 points, and Keenan Allen has only put up two games above 20 points. So I hear what you're saying, and I'm I'm fighting the same thing. I just think. Who I mean, who to thunk it a couple of years ago? Cooper's floor is safer. So I don't know. It, it's a matchup you're probably going to win. So fuck it, just do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, at tight end, you have George Kittle versus Seattle, and Greg Olson at Green Bay. Kittle. Yeah, I'll go with that. At flex, we have Marlon Mack versus Miami, and Randall Cobb versus Minnesota. Mack. Mack. Uh, at defense, we have the Colts versus Miami and the Panthers at Green Bay. Uh, probably the Colts. Uh, this is the Colts easy. Um, on the bench, Blake, I'll look at Whitefish here if you want to look at the other bench. Um, outside of that Cooper-Allen conundrum, you got nothing. So there you go. That's, that's the question mark for this yeah, week. That's why I left it blank because that was the only thing I had on the bench. Well, on the Redskins bench, every single player except for a defense and Tyron Cumberland is on bye. So, yeah, I'd actually be playing the Rams defense at Pittsburgh, but there you go. Uh, Blake, who you got? Whitefish. Uh, yeah, me too. Rob, I guess you can take us through your matchup if you want to, but. I mean, well, okay, so the let me give you my reasoning for leaving that one wide receiver blank. I, in my mind, I'm leaning towards Keenan Allen strictly because Oakland is really bad against the pass. Um, and I kind of mentioned earlier when we talked about the matchup, that Keenan Allen's had a lot of air yards recently. And, you know, when you look at projections, he's due to have one of those games that, you know, um, when um, – before he got hurt, uh, when Adam uh, – Adams for – or not Adams. Is that who I want? Yes, Adams for Green Bay was struggling and then all of a sudden he broke out um and then uh hopkins when he was struggling and then he hit 100 um it's the same metric that said those guys were going to break out as the keenan allen should break out and on the other uh, the other coin i believe in zeke this week against minnesota but it's hard to against a good team put two guys from the same team up especially and blake had hit it right on the head Amari got hurt last weekend and came out of the game for a while. Now, thank God he came back in. He got three more catches and one was a touchdown, so he salvaged the day for me. But, God, I I hate to depend on that. So, that's that's about the only thing I can add to it. Yeah, but the Chargers are on Thursday night, so your argument's irrelevant. <laughs> uh, Blake, take us through the Bears and the Reapers. Well... The Reapers are three and six, and the Bears are five and four. However, the Bears team looks abysmal this week. There's a few holes. We'll just start going through it, and we'll we'll discover the landmines as we come come in. Right. So, at quarterback, Bears are Kirk Cousins at Dallas versus Dak Prescott against Minnesota. This could go either way. I mean, you'd like to think Prescott at home is going to do better than Cousins. They both have good pass defenses. Um, and, and Cousins has not fared well against Dallas historically back when he was with the Redskins. Obviously, this is a different team. But I'm going to give a slight edge to Prescott because he's at home. Do, he has a, a knack for that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just a disclaimer. Blake's really starting to, to lose it, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, running back, we have a questionable left bell and a suspended Mark Walton for the Cummy Bears versus Whitefish Chris Carson at San Francisco and Jalen Samuels versus the Rams. All right. Well, for this, you you got to believe, you know, that uh, the Cummy Bears just haven't changed their lineup, and he generally does until Thursday. So I'm sure Walton will come out and Kenyon Drake will go in. So to be Drake and a hurt bell against Carson and Samuels. And even with that change, I like Carson and Samuels better. I agree. I mean, 
the Drake, the Drake experience, can it repeat? We're not sure yet. So you got to go with Carson Samuels. Yeah, especially with Johnson maybe coming back. So for our receivers, we got Devontae Parker at the Colts and uh, Philip Dorsett on bye for the Bears and Devontae Adams against Carolina and Michael Thomas against Atlanta for Reapers. Okay, so for here, it'll be obvious he'll throw in Cooper Cup because he's coming off by. So it'll be Devontae Parker and Cooper Cup against Adams and Thomas. As much as I like Cooper Cup, even in this matchup, and I think Devontae Parker's interesting, um, especially with the injuries they have at wide receiver, I still like Adams and Michael Thomas. Uh, Of course, agreed. Yeah. Tight end, we have a ruled out Evan Ingram versus Hunter Henry. Well, I obviously he's going to put in <coughs> Trey Burton. Oh God, it hurt hurt my lungs to say that. Um, so Hunter Henry wins this. Like I don't know, super easy. I guess would be three, a good phrase. Three to one. <laughs> I mean, I, he he probably caught quadruples up whatever his tight end has. He's better off just not playing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Julian Edelman in the flex, who's also on by, versus an empty flex spot. I'm going to push this one, Rob. Well, I mean, more than likely, again, unless he picks somebody up, he's going to put Naheem Himes in his flex, which is, you know, Um, So I assume on the Reaper side, he wants us to talk about it. And, you know, he's really got a choice between – Three players here. It's either Tevin Coleman, Mark Andrews, or John Brown. So you it's not if you're starting no, Coleman. No, it's not. Uh, for me, I'm looking at Coleman, Brown, and Pascal. Coleman, Brown. You're not looking at Mark Andrews at all? Nope. Well, I, Pascal is a little risky to me. I would rather play... Hmm. I'd rather play Pas- Coleman myself. Pascal's risky. Andrews, yeah. if you're going to play him in the next five weeks, this is probably the week to double start to double up on tight end against Cincinnati. The great right. matchup. Coleman, right. I would not play because you're locking him in, locking out all your other players until Monday night. Honestly, if I were to pick from any of these, I would probably pick Mark Andrews. I would pick Coleman. And, okay, so that's that one. Okay, defense. Sorry, defense. Uh, a Patriots defense who's on a bye and the Ravens defense. Yeah, well, um, the Bears have an empty bench spot, so he could pick up somebody, but it doesn't matter. Ravens against Cincinnati, starting a new quarterback. Love it. So we're going there. Yep, agreed. And we pretty much already talked about benches, so we don't – because we cleared off the Bears bench trying to give him a lineup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we talked about Reapers. So, um, you know, normally the Reapers, I mean, it shows in the record, Reapers are five and four, and they've been riding high on that Patriots defense. I mean, the Bears. Um, right. And, and they're just, they're hitting the bye at the wrong time, and Reapers are going to catch them at the right time. So I'm going Reapers. I'm going to. It is. It, I'm going to reiterate. It's a great time for the Reapers to catch the Bears with their pants down. Okay. Tyler, what do you you want to add anything to your matchup before you make no, your pick? Um, I'm taking myself. Like I said, I'm just trying to decide between uh, Coleman on Monday night. I think Pas- Pascal's been good when Ty has been out. Um, the two games when Ty has been out, he's had six for 106 and two, and five for 76 and a one. And against Miami, that it's just a really, really good uh, set of events. So that's the only reason why I'm even considering benching Coleman here. Um, yeah, but I'm taking myself. So, Rob, take us through Hot Snakes and Turbo. All right, here we go. As soon as my computer loads up. There we go. All right. Yeah, there you go, Drake. Uh, at quarterback... For the Snakes, it's David Carr against – or excuse me, David Carr. 
Derek Carr against the Chargers and Drew Brees against Atlanta. Brees. Yeah, Brees all day. Sorry. Um, at running back, uh, Josh Jacobs against the Chargers and Singletary against Cleveland. And then Alvin Kamara back in that Atlanta game and Devontae Freeman in that same Atlanta game. Playing um, against the morning. Yeah, I'm going to go Jacobs and Singletary here, mainly because I think that as soon as New Orleans gets up, they're going to let off – they're going to put in Latavius and let him uh, run some more than Kamara. So I don't think you get the full Kamara experience this week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they take it easy on him when his, in his first game back. I think next week is more when they unleash him, but I think this week he'll be a little quiet. And so, yeah, I would go – uh, Jacobs, who's going to get over 20 carries, and Singletary, who's got that for the first time last week. So I agree with you on that. Wide receiver. Uh, Snakes are going to bring Christian Kirk against Tampa Bay and Chris Godwin against the Cardinals. Uh, and for Turbo, it's Diggs against the Cowboys and Allen Robinson against the Lions. Man, to the untrained eye, this looks like a bunch of great receivers, but I'm not a fan of this matchup. Uh, obviously, Godwin's the best one of the bunch, so I'm going to give it to uh, Snakes. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Um, I think Kirk is finally healthy, and Tampa Bay is not great. Um, defending the pass, uh, Kirk could easily have eight catches for 72 yards. He could also easily have two for four. Yeah, he could, but I'm going to go with my prediction instead and give that two to, two for four to Diggs. Um but I, I agree. We'll go with the snakes on this one. Um, at uh, tight end, we got the Waller, the Walrus against the Chargers, and Austin Hooper against New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to go Hooper here. Hooper's been the number one tight end all year. And uh, I think Waller is starting to get some of his work taken away by Hunter Renfro. So I'm interested to see what, what happens the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give a slight edge to Hooper just because – I think that the Oakland Charger game is a little more even matchup. And we already talked about how we think Orleans is going to get way out ahead of Atlanta. And even if Hooper can't get loose for, you know, 20, 30 yards, like a lot of his catches have been in the first part of the year, he's still going to get a lot of them. And even if he only averages eight yards a catch, he's going to get like nine catches. So I, I agree with you there. In the flex, we've got Golden Tate at the Jets. And then we've got, to, I guess, take your pick from uh, Turbo's bench for his flex. I guess that's what he wants us to do. So we've got a uh, choice of, like, Mike Williams, Gallup. Um, boy, I think that's all I would pick from is one of those two. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could think about Corey Davis, but that's super gross. So, yeah, yeah give me Williams. If you thought about it, it might give you a brain tumor, so I would stay away from that. Yep, Williams it is for me. Yeah, and, and strictly based just on the matchup. Um, yeah, because Oakland's not a good pass defense and Dallas is, so I'd go with that as well. Defensively, we got the 49ers against Seattle and the Giants against the Jets. Gross. Yeah. Uh, man, Seattle doesn't turn it over. Give me the Giants, I guess. But I don't think that Darnold's going to be seeing ghosts in this game. Yeah, I mean, the only time in the – now, Dallas is obviously – well, I wouldn't go that far. Hey, the Jets beat Dallas, so who's, who knows? But the only time in that when Dallas played the Giants on Monday night that defensively they did anything was when Dak decided not to look at the defender and threw it right to him. Otherwise, they didn't really have any problems against that – their pass rush or anything all day. Um, but then I don't think, like you said, Seattle doesn't turn the ball over and there's, even if they get a rush, Russell Wilson can get out of that. So who knows? I'm going to push this. I don't think either team scores above 10 points as far as fantasy points. Yep. All right. Um, since we already talked about turbos bench, anything that you see on uh, the snakes bench that you would do differently? Nope. All right, who you take? Well, I guess before that, we'll, we'll Blake, you want to make a comment on your matchup? Well, and then we'll make what I would say is you guys talked about who you would pick if you were turbo for the flex, but you didn't say who would win 
whether it's oh. Mike Williams or Golden Tate, and I say I think Golden Tate has that locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. For uh, Williams? Yeah, I, I'd pick Tate over Williams if it was me. I I would give Tate a slight edge, but it's close. Anything else no. you want to add, Blake? Otherwise, the only thing I'm looking at is uh, if Curtis Samuel's healthy, I might toss him in instead of Kirk or Tate, but I don't know. I've got right. receivers that are all about the same skill level, so I'm not sure what to do with that anymore. Tyler, who do you got in this one? The projection is real close. This game is real close. Yeah. Um, man, Snakes has the running back fairly easily. I think the wide receivers are relatively close. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh. I'm going to take Turbo here because I think Breeze carries carries them against a bad Atlanta defense. Okay, and you almost said exactly what I was going to say, that I think this is a push across the board when you look at the give and take. I am going to give a slight edge to Turbo because I think Breeze will score more than Carr, and I think the Giants' defense has a slight chance just because the Jets are a train wreck to score – off some kind of goofy thing and score more points than the 49ers do against Seattle. So I'm giving it to Turbo by, like, less than 10. Blake? I've been saying it for weeks that week 10 I'm going to get destroyed. But then, I don't know, I did a, a ballsy trade. Uh, contrarian, Snakes. There you go. All right. Let's finish this right. finish this up. I have regrets. <laughs> regrets about what? Your pick? Yes. All right. What's, what's next, boys? All right. Our next matchup is WTFA Lab versus Scary Terry. Uh WTFA Lab has Jimmy Garoppolo versus Seattle and Terry has Daniel Jones at the Jets. Um because of all the injuries for the, the Giants, give me Garoppolo. Yep. Okay. Uh, at running back, Alab has LaShawn McCoy at Tennessee and David Montgomery versus Detroit against Saquon at the Jets and Austin Eckler at Oakland. Terry. Yep. Uh, yeah, then this isn't even close. McCoy might get like four snaps all game. Yeah. Uh, at wide receiver, we have DJ Moore at the Packers and Mike Evans at Arizona versus Tyler Lockett at San Francisco and Marvin Jones at Chicago. You know, this could be close, but if Mike Evans has another 180 yard game, then it's not close. I think this so, could be a Was that? I think it could be a push. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. I think it's close, but it, it, Evans, if he blows up, it could go to A Lab, but I'm pushing it right now. I'm also pushing it because uh, since Peterson's been back, Arizona's been a little bit better against the wide receiver one on the other team. Uh, tight end, we have Travis Kelsey at Tennessee versus Gerald Everett at Pittsburgh. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yep. Uh, at the flex, we have Tyrell Williams versus the Chargers and Mark Ingram at Cincinnati. Uh, I will always take the running back against a weak opponent in the flex because of the touches. Give me Ingram. Ingram. Yep. All right. Uh, defense, we have the Browns versus Buffalo or Buffalo versus the Browns? Give me the Bills versus the Browns. Yep. Yep. Man, we're all over the place. Uh, Rob, what do you see on A-Lab's bench? Um, you know, he he probably will swap out. I, I am betting that he would play the Saints against Atlanta rather than the Browns against Buffalo. So if he doesn't, I mean, I would make that switch. Um, I'm also betting that he puts Zerline in, but we don't talk kickers. Um, and I'm betting – I actually bet he doesn't play Garoppolo. He probably puts in Goff. So we'll see, but I would, I would make all of those changes. All right. And, Blake, what about the Scary Terry bench? If Mahomes is active, he's a must-start over Daniel Jones. Yeah. Otherwise – you might you might maybe think about Sanders over Marvin Jones Jr., but probably not. Oh, I sure would. I I absolutely would. 
yeah, I would think about Sanders there. And I would, if they talked about uh, out of uh, Tampa Bay, Ronald Jones being the clear cut starter. Um, if you, if you think he's going to do better than Eckler, um, you know, especially with what happened last game uh, in the division of uh, carries and what, and snaps, you might think about putting Jones in. And obviously if Connor is active, you're playing him. Over yeah, yeah. Eckler. Yeah, there's a lot of running back options on the Scary Terry team. All right. Uh, I'm taking Terry. What about you, Rob? Terry. Terry. Blake? All right. Uh, Rob, take us through Hedgehogs and Kegerator. Okay. This is, this is uh, for the Cup. Um, yep. So we've got for the Hedgehogs, Aaron Rodgers against Carolina, and then Russell Wilson, San Francisco for Kegerator. By the way, Kegerator 5-4, and four, Hedgehogs 5-4. and four. I'm going to take Russell here just because it looks like Russell is turning into that second half Russell that we've seen so many times and who's just hot fire. I'll push these, these, this matchup. I'm going to give this one to Russell also. Um, at running back, we've got Aaron Jones and Carlos Hyde, who's on a bye. So obviously he'll put somebody else in there. Um, maybe Todd Gurley or somebody like that against Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey, and it doesn't really matter who he puts in, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, wide receiver for the Hogs, we've got Tyreek Hill and somebody versus Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf. Uh, that somebody's going to be Julio Jones, so give me Tyreek yeah. and Julio. Yep, I agree with yeah. that. All right, so at tight end, we've got a blank spot. Well, Noah Fant, but he's on a bye. And Jimmy Graham. Um, so, look, and it's probably going to be Jason Witten versus Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I don't care whether it's Jason Witten or O.J. Howard. I'm going to go Jimmy Graham here. I mean, O.J. Howard has the good matchup versus Arizona, but have one good game, for the love of God, one game. <laughs> I actually That's probably – definitely the season he had last year. If he goes Witten, I'd play Witten here because Witten has been getting a lot of catches. Even though not a lot of yards, but six for 50 is better than anything I think Jimmy Graham gets, unless he scores. Yeah, with Devontae Adams back, I would take Graham. Or I I would not take Graham. There you go. All right, flex. Again, another Bronco. We got Cortland Sutton in there. I assume somebody else will play. Who knows? Damian Williams or Hollywood Brown. Yeah, something like that versus Derrick Henry. Damian yeah. Williams over Henry, Henry over Hollywood Brown. Man, the the book is kind of starting to get out on the Chiefs in the fact that if you just pound the ball, uh, it keeps the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and that helps. So I think we see a heavy dose of Derrick Henry in this game. So give me Henry. Yeah, I, I think Henry, if, you, if he plays Williams – I still think Henry, because uh, he's got a better floor than Hollywood Brown. However, Cincinnati can't stop anything. And yeah. Hollywood Brown, all he's got to do is get behind him for one, and that would do it. <laughs> so yeah, I think he very well for two or three. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so then defense, we got the Vikings against the Cowboys or the Bears against the Lions. You know – this is another one of those where a couple of years ago you would have looked at this and gone, oh, my God, what a defensive matchup. But, I mean, yeah, the Bears' defense is great, but they're completely hamstrung by their offense. And the Vikings' right. defense isn't as good as you'd think anymore. So, I think I'd give it to the Vikings. The Dallas is good for a couple of turnovers. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. You might be able to get one or two away from Dak. Um I just – I think the uh, Detroit line will hold up enough to uh, s- slow down the Bears' defense for fantasy purposes. Yeah. I, I agree with both of you on that one. Okay, so bench, we pretty much had to talk about the Hogs bench because we cleared it out. Um, anything you do different with Kagerator? Either uh, – we'll start with you, Blake. Uh, no. Yeah, not much. Not much there. If Jared Cook is playing, I'm playing him. 
I'm going to stand by my – Yeah, I probably would play him ahead of Graham just because Atlanta is so awful. All right, so, Blake, who do you have in this one? Peg Raider. Yeah. Yeah, I can't bet against McCaffrey and Cook. Yeah, I'll have to go with it, too. We'll go with Keg Raider. It's a sweep. Although, you you should have bet against McCaffrey and Cook at least four times this season. At least. That's true. He's got the four losses. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) Um, And this one's for the Commissioner's Cup because the the Hedgehogs got it from Blake last week. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Anything else you boys want to add? We're getting to the end of the, to the playoffs, boys. It's all it's already week ten. Yeah, uh, after, after this three more, right? We we start playoffs week fourteen. Yeah, it's crazy how fast this season has gone. Yeah, I know, insane. All right, all right. good luck, everybody. Except for Jared, suck it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,